Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. So name that tune. Oh. Amen Corner, if paradise was half as nice. Thank you very much. That's heaven that you take me to. Who needs paradise? I'd rather have you. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Sung, sung by Andy Fairweather Lowe. Yes, that's a, a correct on all counts. And a really... Andy Fairweather Lowe, much underrated I consider. Do you like him? He was Clapton's sideman for a long time. Oh, was he? Because they, 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 um, his, his song Wide-Eyed and Legless. Wide-Eyed and Legless. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, <laughs> you're not going to do this all the time. Are you? Um, it was, um, <laughs> he looks in good shape, he looks in good nick. He, he has yeah. this band, The Lowriders. Right. And, uh, they're very good. Yeah, I, I worked in... I'm leaving yeah, on it. a jet plane. Yeah, that's Don't it. Don't know when I'll be back again. And he also wrote... Um, oh, babe. I wrote a lot of things. I yeah, hate to go. Yes, yes, yes that's right. <laughs> Wasn't a fan at the time, <laughs> but um, but he he was interested in in aircraft, and he got, I think he got a kit, I think he built his own. I think Don Denver built his own aircraft. I believe so. Either he had it built for him. But was it like a microlight thing? A it tiny was, it was a single engine, I think. As far as I know, a single single engine. In America, they have those. Tiny ones. Don't yeah, they? no, it wasn't a, like armchairs. Wasn't that kind of thing. It was, you know, it was a proper aircraft. Right. But he did a modification to it, which I think is never a good idea. When you're looking at the plans for an aircraft, yeah, I think it's best to do exactly what they say in the plans, <laughs> rather than think to yourself, "Oh, I tell you what, I can see where they've gone wrong here." <laughs> as a as a folk singer, I reckon they should. And um, they say, I don't know if it's true, I can't, but he, um, he relocated the switch to the fuel tank, or the, the second fuel tank, one of the fuel tanks. Either they said it's, the switch was upside down, it was switched on when it should be switched off, or they just by then the, the plane had stalled and he couldn't get it back going again. I, don't, I can't remember now, but um, that's how he died. No. Yeah, yeah. So, John Denver died in a microlight aircraft. Not microlight, I have to make that point. Okay, all right. Not uh, that. Uh, uh, single a engine. Small, a single engine, small DIY aeroplane. Yeah. Which he changed the. He deviated from the original plan. That is what I believe to be true. Wow. Yeah. That's a good story. He That's... made a modification, I think, was. was, was... That's a good yacht. Yeah. Discovered over the weekend, I rediscovered my vibrato on the whistling. Oh God! It's gone now. Though. You, you should, um, you know, you if you want to get your whistling together, you, you should be listening to Roger Whittaker. 
did a whole whistling album. <laughs> Roger Whittaker. Yeah, he had the whistling Mexican. Remember? Well, what was what what was the was that a song? Well, it was a whistling song. Yeah. 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 The whistling Mexican, and then, buoyed by the success of the whistling Mexican, he did a whole whistling album. Roger. Bloody hell! He now looks after zebras. Does he? Yeah, South Africa. God, he must be incredibly ancient. Because he early eighties. Well, he was. He, he looked like he was wasn't a man in the first flush of youth. When he was on the telly. He fought the Mau Mau, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Roger. Did he? Yeah, he fought the Mau Mau. He's... Taught the Mau Mau? Fought. What? Fought? Fought yeah. the Mau Mau? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the... uh, and he fought, fought them, why? Because he was in the um, Kenya, the uprising in Kenya. I don't know, the Mau Mau. Yeah, the Mau Mau uprising, yeah. And it was brutally suppressed, I think, by the British. Oh, was it? And by the people who <laughs> suppressed them. And Roger Whittaker was one of them. Was he? Only following orders, of course, but um, I think so, yes. Was he whistling at the same time? Is that, was well, that, what they used to say to him was... That what made them flee? I think, what it, I think in the end, I think the, 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 uh, they used to have to say to him, look, we're creeping up on the Mau Mau. They don't know we're here. Don't do any of that whistling. <laughs> if they... Because that'll give us, that'll give it away immediately if they hear the whistling Mexican. <laughs> so you had Roger Whittaker with his whistling, and who was the guy who used to do? Because I remember that back in the day when we had just ceased being students. Uh, when people got together for a, a, a few drinks and so on, quite often uh, Marie would be persuaded to sing That's true, her yeah. version of um, She Moves Through the Fair. Yeah. Which yeah, she yeah. always did with great style. And, yeah, that's uh, true, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I, but you see, me being English, the idea of showing off like that in a private uh, environment is quite um, disconcerting. Well, it, it wasn't so much showing off, it was more a thank you for contributing um, to the vibe of the... Right, OK. So, it, but, you know, it'd be people singing who, you know, in some cases couldn't really sing, and but just say, yeah, oh, here we yeah, go, I'll sing, yeah. I'll sing this for you. And you go, oh, OK, thanks, you know. So it was, that's how it was. It was, it was a kind of a very quiet... Look at that headstone there. George She. So, um... So that was, if we had visitors, I'd play a bit of piano and Peter would play perhaps a bit of guitar. Um, my dad would sing. We always felt that it was a bit sort of felt a bit shy, you didn't, I mean, I didn't yeah, really like... awkward. Yeah, I didn't really, I yeah. wasn't really sort of... I hadn't had a, hadn't had, hadn't had a glass of whiskey, so... Um, well, but, it's interesting because um, the counterpoint to that is my experience uh, of being a child um, at home, 
So I was sitting in the classroom in my junior school. Uh, I think it was in the third year, so I might, must have been seven, eight, eight, eight or nine. And um, I couldn't swim. Right. Uh, and somebody came into the classroom, a senior member of staff at the junior school, came into the classroom and said, there's a competitive um, swimming gala at Clapham Baths uh, next week. We are short of somebody to swim on behalf of the school. Um, is there anybody here who could swim, who can swim, who would want to take part? And, and I, as if I wasn't outside myself, an out-of-body experience, <laughs> watched my hand go up. Wow. And uh, I said, I'd, I'll do it, I'll do it. And um, they said, right, OK, Jonathan, right, uh, you know, you've got to be at the bars on such and such a date with your swimming trunks and your towel, at, you know, ready to go. And, and I turned up to this event and I couldn't swim. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why I'd volunteered. I didn't know why I'd volunteered for it. Um, and, you know, where we all lined up at the end of the pool. Did you have a death wish? <laughs> I just... I literally have no idea why I did it. Because... And I wasn't even particularly afraid. Yeah. I just... I was, I was under the misapprehension that because you'd seen people swimming on the telly and they just jumped in the water and did it. Oh, right, right. That it would be an easy thing to do. And sure enough, the race started, I jumped and I immediately nearly drowned and they had to get one of those long poles <laughs> that they used to have on hooks <laughs> along the side <laughs> with a hoop to fish me out. And I was fished out and nobody spoke to me. I, <laughs> I had to get dressed and beetle off home, you know. Brilliant. Uh, and I, to this day, I've got no idea why I did that. But it set the tone for the rest of my life, where I've spent the rest of my life putting my hand up saying, yeah, I'll do that. Well, that's quite right, and then worrying, worrying about it afterwards. Worrying about it afterwards. So... When, <laughs> roughly this, about the same time, my parents... Hold on, hold on. Did your folks not say, well, you, you know you can't swim? <laughs> no. They weren't involved? No, they weren't interested. <laughs> they literally weren't interested. <laughs> uh... So, anyway, my dad, who was always a bit aspirational, always a bit sort of comedy up himself and trying to improve us, you know, yeah. improve his family's situation. He joined an amateur hypnotist circle. Right, right. And what they used to do was, it was in the days where there was never wine served, it was always cocktails, gin and tonic wow. and oh whiskey gosh, and right, so, okay. soda and so. Whiskey and dry ginger, Canada yeah, dry that's, ginger. that's the thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'd go round somebody's house on a Saturday evening, uh, and they were always called Uncle This and Uncle That, so right. even though they weren't any relation. Yeah, but, yeah, that was a standard. Uh, yeah, and um, term of and uh, uh, so we 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 go to somebody's house in Thornton Heath, for example. Yeah, and um, there would be silver skin onions, and there'd be a, a cheddar and pineapple porcupine and all that kind of stuff, 
and uh, there'd be a few drinks and then there'd be the hypnotism and it was always the couple's poor kids who had to be the subjects of this hypnotism. It would be the, it would be the classic, you know, what, you must watch my hand yeah. uh, and you're getting sleepy, your eyelids are getting heavy. Um, See, is it, now I'm not involved with the social services, but an alarm bell is ringing. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, right. So, so yeah, oh, you, you, you know, and you're going to sleep, you're going deeper, <laughs> ten, nine, deeper still, yeah. eight, five, four, three, two, one. You're completely asleep now. And when I click my finger, you're listening only to my voice, was one thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. You only listen to my voice, don't hear anything else. When I click my fingers, you're going to wake up and you will see that there's a fly in the room and I want you to chase the fly. Oh. And so there would be a click. And then I was sitting there thinking, well, I can either chase the fly around and look a twit or... I cannot. I can look at my dad and say, I'm not asleep. In which case, he will be appallingly embarrassed. And probably do it all over again. Yeah. So I would stand up and I would leap about, mock, pretending to catch a fly. Um, and so they'd be various different. Prefiguring your, your acting and performance. Well, right, exactly, yeah, darling. I think. Uh, so, uh, you know, that, uh, that would happen. But, and this is where your worry about the social services comes in, there was always a thing where I had my little forearm was exposed, you see, and he'd get out a corkscrew, right? And you're in deep sleep, deep sleep, <laughs> and you can feel no pain. You feel no pain. He'd get the friggin' corkscrew and stick it in my forearm. And I would be feeling pain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as, as any sane child would. Uh, but I had to pretend that I felt no pain. And, when, and whenever we went to these hypnotism nights, there'd be sooner or later the corkscrew or the cocktail stick or yeah, yeah. some manifestation of this you shall feel no pain thing. Dear God. And I knew it was coming eventually. So I was fearful to my boots. I was literally scared. God, I bet you were. Um, what about the other kids in, in this, I won't call it a cult, <laughs> in, in, in the yeah. room? Did they, they were all getting stuff stuck, on, stuck yeah, in them. And... The other, yeah, there were never more than, say, three or four couples. Uh, and it was, it was a social evening. And it was this amateur hypnotism. To, to hypnotise your kids. Yeah. They never tried hypnotising their wives or anything? No. Because no. that doesn't work, by the way. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Tried but, that. But it's interesting that when I read the book about that, that uh, Nicholas Tomlin. Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. With music by Liam Grundy. A Fruit People production.